Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Okay. We are here. It's uh, We are just... A week and a half out of Survivor season forty-four, and so we do what we we do before every season, which is have a draft for our fantasy teams to see who we are rooting for or who Cody is unabashedly talking about through his entire through the entire season and cheering for. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, and so we'll check in with Cody. Cody, what's up? I well, Joel, I only talk about these people constantly because they're my favorites. That's why I chose them to begin with. Um, they can do no wrong after I pick them. Um, and honestly, I I stand by uh, my picks from past seasons. I stand by uh, Cassidy could do no wrong. I stand by Jonathan could do no wrong. So no. <laughs> and so you're saying that you everything that you like find good in a survivor player and what is worth cheering for you find out all through their bios and videos exactly yeah i know them uh right off the top uh nothing surprises me after because the bios make it all so clear so so you you could you could honestly give or take even watching the show yeah yeah no i don't i don't even need it after that i i have the winner all locked in um, and you picked Cody's Heather favorite first, part right? of the season is looking at the bios. Sorry, Chris, what were you going to say? You picked Heather first, right? Yes, of course. I picked yeah. Heather. That's why she's my favorite. Because you and you and her are besties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. so we have we have two guests with us who are always with us for these fantasy draft episodes. Um, and we're on Zoom right now. But Cody is with Chris George. Hi, everybody. Thanks for I- having me back. Yeah, we split into tribes for this recording over Zoom. So Chris and so, I are over here on a tribe with a team together. I like our. And at my apartment, I have Ryan Quinn Quinn next to me. Hello, how are you? Good. I'm good. I'm doing well as well. Yeah, Ryan and I have a full half hour conversation, uh, warmed up for for this podcast. I'm sure Chris and Cody are all good to go over there too. Have a good I... rapport going. I want. I came in in a flurry, having only watched what word the survivors are trying to cram into this season, and that is what I'll be basing all of my picks on. I, I, well, I think that that's the only thing I didn't look up uh, before this, so we're a good team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll add an eclectic sort of texture to this podcast because I didn't read that either. <laughs> well, it, it was an EW video. Okay. So before uh, we get started here, we're doing a snake draft as per usual here with uh, it going basically number one, two, three, and then four gets two picks, three, two, one gets two picks, so on and so forth. Uh, So we did a random generator to decide who got what pick in what order and Ryan, which I feel like gets this number one pick quite a bit, actually gets it again here. Um, with the number one pick, and um, I think I got the number one pick once, and it might have been when I chose Jonathan. So, 
I uh, that's why I don't get it anymore. Yeah, you lost your brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, oh, go yeah. Go, sorry, go ahead. We'll we'll, we'll uh, Chris establish has, the draft order. Chris has the second overall pick. I have the third overall pick, and then Joel will have the fourth. Cool. Um, two things before we start, Ryan. Do you want a better chair? No, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and That's uh, great content. <laughs> <laughs> really, really thrilling. Uh, well, we got to ask the question. We're doing we gotta, over yeah. here. We know every well, I, time. I'm used to my lumpy couch, so I, 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 yeah. I, I, for a second, I was like, oh, maybe I kind of feel bad for Ryan on this. Lumpy. I, I mean, to paint a picture, I'm sitting in a very awkward position. <laughs> But it's comfortable. Okay, good, good. I, I, Second of all, that's a rule that we need to establish is Ryan's comfort throughout. Yeah, yeah, yes. We've got to make sure Ryan is comfortable. Um. Uh, second of all, I just wanted to... We've heard... Our listeners have heard from Cody and I about the what we're looking forward to about this cast and uh, etc. There's lions, lambs, thoroughbreds, and a couple of ponies. But uh, we need to hear from Chris and Ryan on their uh, initial sort of thoughts about the cast without getting too into it. Yeah, overall, of course, without giving away any specific people. Yeah, I think you're just trying to entrap us to knowing our picks so you can pick them before us. That's what I, I can do. plug There's my some, ears if you want. And, gameplay going and on I here. love this idea, Joel. I'm behind it 100 percent. This is really going to get me a good scope. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I, say, I would say there there are. 18 things that I'm excited for, and I'll tell you what they are in order. Okay. <laughs> um, um, no, I, I'm I'm quite excited for this season. I, I think this looks like a, a colorful, vibrant, um, fun cast. Um, I, I've yeah, yeah. I think I think um, Cody was mentioning that he had a, had four picks, and that was it. And I was expecting there to be a lot of a lot of duds, but for me, I am I have like a top 15. Of people who I who I think could have real potential here, and uh, then there's the, uh, the 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 bottom three, which I won't list right now. The ponies, and and those will inevitably be the final three. <laughs> well, the the thing is with this one too. If this is your first time uh, listening to one of our draft episodes, two people will go undrafted, and I think uh, the biggest losers of the bunch is what people tune in for. To find out who those absolute duds are. And I, actually, I think that every time we've done this, I don't think any of the people undrafted have gone far. Uh, I believe Romeo was undrafted. Was Romeo? No, I had I had Romeo. Yeah, Joel oh. had Romeo. Oh, but uh, mm. Janine was undrafted last last. No, nope, that's not <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> yeah, so I mean. It's uh, going to be an interesting draft, like uh, Chris said. I only have uh, four picks, so you'll quickly see me fold if anyone chooses any of the four at any point. Um, I'll be <laughs> scrambling very fast, trying to learn what the That's other names excellent are. strategy. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a top ten. I have a top ten of people who I would legitimately all be happy to be on my team, but I have like my targets. And I'm going to play this strategically. I'm not picking my number one person first because I feel like they, uh, I, I'll be able to get them second. That's my hope. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm interested to know who you're talking about. All right. Why don't we get right into it? Ryan, why don't you give us a long preamble and then give us your first pick? Yeah. Well, um, 
I think one of the things that draws me to this person I'm about to pick is mm-hmm. that they are one of Cody's picks. Um, so if I can throw him <laughs> off balance right off the top, I'm really excited for that. Uh oh. Um, this is someone who popped in the trailer, mm-hmm. um, who looks physically strong, who looks like they have a great social game. I think it would be this would be the number one pick for all four of us, I believe. Yeah. Uh, for my first pick, I'm picking Yam Yam Orocho. That's that's so upsetting to me. <laughs> oh, <Whoa. wow. laughs> OK. Yam Yam was one of my four, but not my number one. Yam Yam was my number one, hundred percent. There was no one else who I wanted to pick. Even even in case Yam Yam gets eat medevac the first episode, um, <laughs> I still would be very happy with that decision. So I I guess we can go around here, uh, Ryan. Uh, what what is it about Yam Yam that stands out so much for you? Well, I I think one of the big things in this draft is is we're tempted to pick people who we think are going to go far, but what mm-hmm. really gets you a lot of points are the people who get a lot of confessionals, get a yeah. lot of airtime. And Yam Yam pops so much. I know we will be getting as much Yam Yam as possible for the mm-hmm. duration that he's on the show. Um, he looks like someone people are going to want to hang around. They're not going to want to get rid of him. Uh, I think he's got the strategic acumen to to do the best with the advantages that he finds. Um, I, I really think... Uh, I don't see a lot of downside. The only downside I, I can see is is I can't see people wanting to go to the end with Yam Yam. Mm. For sure, yeah. So, uh, Chris, th- does that align with what you were thinking as yeah. well? Yeah, oh, Yam Yam is... You, you remember how fun Nasir was to watch and mm-hmm. how we were all cheering for Nasir? Yam Yam is Nasir 2.0. Um, Yam Yam is just such a, a light, a, a beautiful soul. He's so much fun in like the little clips. He's just going to be so excited to be there. And I think he's going to have uh, the strategic chops of the uh, the the beauty parlor gossip as yeah. he, as he puts forward. Like he knows how to talk to people. He has to talk to people all day long, right? And then Survivor's a social game, so having that combined with like an awesome personality that's going to get you confessionals. He's he's the number one fantasizer pick for sure. That's uh that's kind of where I was looking to. That was one of the big things that stood out to me as him in that video uh talking about how he's vulnerable so people become vulnerable with him and give him information and that's what his whole salon kind of business runs off of, right? And I think that that's a big thing that's going to uh, pop here. Also incredibly funny you want to root for this guy so likable and I that's going to just shine so much on camera. The confessionals we've got so far just from previews make him an absolute standout. So I had, I put a star rating beside every uh, person in the cast to kind of make my uh, ranking. And I did give uh yam yam a four out of five star, which is the third hot tied for third highest. So, if he was, in fact, one of my four. <laughs> yeah, Yam Yam's got a good story. He's a unique player. We haven't seen anyone quite like him, I don't think, on the show that I can think of that has, you know, like a combination of all the things about his personality, which is uh, definitely the editors, I'm sure, are going to lean into that. I'm curious about what his strategy will be when it comes to the tribal councils and voting people off and all this stuff. But I think he's he's mentioned in his bio his social game, how that's going to help him and all this stuff. And Sari is his favorite player, 
So yeah, we'll see when once he's out there what sort of uh place in the strategic landscape he'll sort of place himself into, whether he'll be a leader or a follower or uh or a leader. shark or a minnow or a driver or a passenger. I'm sorry, pilots and passengers. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a great first pick, Ryan. Um, you've made some pretty horrible picks in the past, but this is not one of those picks. You, you really I, I actually don't game. recall making a horrible pick in the past. I think I've made, uh, I think I have a pretty good uh, mm. track record. Well, I remember you choosing Jenny Kim in season 42, right? Is that, was that her name? Jenny? Yeah, and uh, I believe Jenny Kim won season 42, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> no, uh, but I will say we were all pick. like, oh, interesting, pick. Ryan. Like, that was a, that was a uh, interesting pick. We were all not expecting someone to pick that. But then you go to the internet, and everybody is obsessed with Jenny Kim. Like, it was like, oh, my God, Jenny I Kim's guess gonna Ryan. Back. She's going to come back, and she's going to win. Well, Ryan was not correct with that, as Jenny did go home. And even though the internet loved her as well, they were also wrong. Sure. Um, uh, uh, so let's get to the next pick, and it's Chris. All right. Well, since I've picked the winner of the last two seasons, um, I figure I might as well keep that streak going. But maybe I won't pick the winner now. Maybe I'll pick someone who I think you guys might like. Uh, th th uh, this person I'm excited about. I This person knows how to fight cybercrime and hack into the system. And uh, I'm I'm going with uh, the better of the two mats, uh, Matt Blankenship, as my oh, wow. first draft pick, baby. And this this one was actually really left out of left field for me. Uh, I I didn't flag him very very highly on his bio, and then when I watched his uh, little mini video, I thought, man, this guy's charming. He he feels like he's going to embody that sort of nerd nerd vibe that I think Carson wants to embody. Um, but I think Matt's going to hit it out of the park. And I think he just seems really likable. I think people are going to want to work with him. And I could see him going pretty far because of that. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I'll i uh, start here on Matt Blankenship. He wasn't very high for me. I had him at a three out of five star, which I had a lot of average players at. I wasn't too high on him, but I do agree that he has more of what Carson wants to be. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I thought that his video, um, he was kind of someone that I was a little bit mixed on. He, he feels a little bit dull and could get lost in the shuffle, but there's something about him as well that has a, a, a tiny bit of charm mm -hmm. that could come through. I, I just, I don't know. I was, I had a, I was pretty mixed on Matt Blankenship. So uh, Joel, what were you thinking? Well, I mean, I think Chris, that's a, it's an interesting, it's a good pick. And it's funny that you said that you're picking the winner pick right now, because looking at the last three winners, these are under the radar players that came forward in the last few, like the, the final stretch of the game. Oh, no, I'm and picking I think my that, winner pick second, but uh, I, I think. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. Far, but yeah. I mean, I, I mean, just like looking at modern survivors, 26 days, all the twists that they keep doing over and over again. <laughs> Um, uh, for some reason, pushes forward the under the radar players, and I think that Matt Blankenship is somebody that we like. I just looking at him, I'm like, this is somebody somebody that might get just pushed forward right at the end. You know, just like looking at him, reading his bio, he's 
somebody that they're going to underestimate and then realize at the end, oh, geez, this guy's smart and really likable, and maybe we should vote for him. Ryan, where would he have sat in your sort of rankings? Uh, Matt Blankenship was 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 on my radar for sure. Um, I I really like how he speaks about uh, responding to setbacks because when my when I first looked at Matt, my thought was was of the perennial rain cloud over top of someone's head. I I, I do get sort of Charlie Brown vibes from Matt of someone that bad things are going to happen to Matt in this game. Um, but I, I do think he's got the, uh, the, the gumption to respond to them in a, in a strategically positive way. So I actually think Matt is a, is a very good pick of someone who will go far. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what, what really made me uh, two things, what really made me him, him jump forward for me out of that video is two. He says, what previous player do you identify the most with? And he says, Yule. And he says, Marianne. And then when I watched him, I got both of those things from his video. And I was like, okay, I feel like this guy does have a sense of self-awareness, which you need in this game. Uh, and I was like, I can see both sort of patterns of his sort of calm presence, but then letting his goofy side out. I was like, that feels like a really fun mix that I, I would be interested to cheer for. Yeah, he wasn't on my radar, radar whatsoever with his bio. Um, but then too, I thought of the, uh, you know, the idol cage that twist that's going to happen this season. And he's pretty tall. So I figured he'll be able to reach that idol. Uh, a lot easier than other people. <laughs> I don't know about this idol cage thing. I guess have I been living under a rock or under a no, cage? I just, as I it just were? looked it up. Apparently, there's going to be a an, an idol just hanging in the middle of camp, locked in a cage. So you'd have to find the way to open it. But uh, it's just huh. there for all to see, huh. right out of the get. Which I'm I'm kind of excited for as well because it's. Uh, I mean, they're still going to be running around looking for the key or figuring out how to open it. But it it's spends less it gives people less time to spend running around in the jungle and more time like looking at the cage and thinking hey w w you know that's where the idol is we don't have to worry about playing a scavenger hunt for advantages and then everyone knows when it's gone though i think there's going to be a fake idol in there and a real idol and so when oh. you take the real idol you can leave the fake idol and okay uh, which cool. also sounds exciting to me hmm. yeah that is fun all right cool yeah. i'm happy so you that think that uh I could have held off on Blankenship him, is tall enough to get to the cage. I think he's tall enough to get to the cage. I I, I may regret this pick uh, when Cody scoops up uh, someone who I know he's going to want ahead of me. I mean, I have my top three still, so I'm I'm feeling like I might get two of them unless Joel does a one two punch of uh, beating the shit out of me after this. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go the same tribe as Matt Blankenship. But Matt Blankenship has brains but he doesn't have the brawn and strength to go with it. And this guy is brains and brawn, and he is the winner of it because I'm going with Josh Wilder. Oh. Damn, that was going to be my first pick. I got to go Josh Wilder. I, I like Josh. Uh, I like his story. Um, I like what he's overcame. I, I, I think that he also has that self-awareness. And he's going to try to tone down his intelligence because he could be, come across as a big threat just with the athleticism. But in today's game, they're not really worried about that athleticism. They're more worried about the brain. So if he can tone that down, I think he has a good chance of going all the way. So that's why I'm going with him. And uh, Ryan, why don't you start off with giving your thoughts on Josh Wilder? Yeah, I'm not uh I'm not high on Josh Wilder. I, I don't think this is a great pick. 
Um, for the very reason you said that he's going to tone down his intelligence. Um, I think that's going to come across as very condescending. Um, he, he just screams hubris to me. Someone who will think they are so much smarter and more strategic than everyone else on the tribe. And that will be his downfall in the pre-merge. But what if Ryan and bear with me, because the reason why I don't agree with you is because I do think he is smarter and uh, more intelligent than everyone on the <laughs> tribe. But that's because and every I conversation think it... he's had, he, he says, listen, I'm smarter than you, but here's what I would say if I was dumb. <laughs> that's how he starts every sentence. And I just think that's kind of a red flag for me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little concerning um, that we see clips of him you know, in conversation saying, just a second, let me get my dumb guy energy started for a second. <laughs> let me get into dumb guy mode so that you can understand me. And there's so many of those clips, too. I feel there like is. I've seen an entire season of Survivor just of those clips. I don't know. You guys are making this up. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm not. I'm not making this up. This is... <laughs> These are well, clips that CBS has released yeah. every season. Uh, Joel, I know that you're a fellow Josh Wilder fan here. I'm uh, a big Josh Wilder yeah, guy. I'm sorry. I'm surprised at what Chris and Ryan are saying right now. I'm because... a little surprised too. I thought this. I was worried. I thought that Josh was the number one pick. I didn't. Uh... Seems like Ryan and I are on a tribe, and uh, it's you and Joel. Yeah, Joel. Yeah, uh... it's funny. Maybe we should switch apartments. Yeah. yeah. Can we take a uh, eighty minute break? <laughs> yeah. Just <give laughs> yeah. Us one second, uh, listeners. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I was very high on Josh. I thought that he, that you guys are saying that it's hubristic to play down his smartness. I think it was like a, the opposite of which it's like him being like, Hey, I think I'm smart enough to play this game, but, but I don't want people to catch on to that. So I'm just going to, I'm going to like lay low and like, I don't know. It's just, as I've been saying, that is just the strategy for 26 days. Uh, I think you just need to chill out and not let people know and uh ryan and i were talking about big brother canada season 10 before uh we started recording and i've, I've brought it up a couple of times but there is precedent for that sort of thing working out pretending that you don't know the game as much uh, and then uh people underestimating you and seeing you as a non-threat going forward um and especially with Josh, he's like a triple threat. He's going to be a likable friend. He's going to he's he's jacked and he's got uh, a, a smarts to boot and he's got a good backstory. So maybe that could add to a, like a quad threat. Um, but I, I think at, at the very least, you're going to get him telling his story. Of, that's uh, one his, confessional point at the very yeah. least jokers yeah. so take that uh, i think i think for an actual reason why i'm not as high on josh is I, I think we had this conversation maybe on on podcast or off podcast of how much do you reveal to the other players and how does that affect your authenticity right and how how because like survivor there's so much downtime and there's so mm. much talking about what do you do and and what do you do and if you're constantly guarded in that in that aspect i feel that's there's some sort of it's hard it's much harder to navigate that and i also think um josh has referenced 
uh, international Survivor players as the players that he is the most like. He references somebody from Survivor New, Ze Survivor New Zealand, and that indicates to me uh, a super fan, right? That that indicates potential super fan status. And if you combine that potential super fan status with like, I don't want people to think of me as strategic because I'm a doctor. I don't think people think doctors are strategic, right? Like that's that's a weird sentence to mm. say. So those are the sort of flags where I was like, he he was he was in my top fifteen, but I he he was like number eleven for me. Right. See, here's the thing that I before we move on to uh, Joel's first pick here, I I just want to point out the strength of this tribe that Josh is on though as well as a reason to uh kind of believe in him here you have uh Matt Blankenship you have Josh you have Danny Massa you have Franny you have Claire Rafson and you uh have Heidi who I've ranked one star to reveal that for later uh but I, I mean you have some you have some big people in there and you have some uh people with some athleticism so this could looks to me like a dominant tribe mm. Okay, so we get to my pick. Yes. So this is a Joel pick. This, <laughs> I think this is somebody that's not that, that I don't need to pick right now. But since I have two in a row, I might as well make her my first pick. So I'm making Maddie Pamela my oh, first. No. Pick. Oh really? Okay, cool. Yeah, I, uh, my, I, I I she was I, not on my radar, and then she, and then she was there in a big way. I really like Maddie. Um. I'm going over her written bio and, you know, quick, precise answers compared to everyone else. But she just just something is really popping about her to me. I think uh, she also said in her video that she wants to play with the ladies, but she also wants to lay low in the pre-merge and then then be like a strategic powerhouse in the post-merge, which, you know, will take some work to do. And uh maybe is a hubristic answer but it's also she just seems like she's going to be a fun tv character and i uh am rooting for her and i just feel like this is a kind of person i could be friends with in real life and that's i'm going with my gut on that gotta go with your gut uh, Trust your gut. chris you seem pretty hot on that pick so uh what were you thinking yeah she was in top five for me um i think i i really she she said, yeah, I want to play like a wild card, but a wild card that's in the middle. And I was like, okay, I'm I don't think anything of you. And then I watched her video, and she is she's focused. She is so focused, and I think it's that sort of focus that you need in the game. And I'm I'm really excited to watch her play because I think she could she could go really really far. Uh, I I think it feels like she has the chops. It feels like she'll be um, underestimated and. But just hearing how she how she talked about like how she talked about the game and how she was excited to play it it, it speaks so loud much more loud so so loudly over her her hobbies of lying in the grass you know what I mean like that it shows that she's there to play I don't know I just got like a really great energy and like hustle from her and I believe it when. I want if I were to go on Survivor, I would want to approach the interviews with that sort of confidence and with that like tenacity. And I feel like she's coming from the right mindset. So that that's why I wanted her on my team. Hmm. Uh, Ryan, what were you thinking? Yeah, I, I love Maddie as well. Wow. Um, <laughs> th this is a great pick. pick. Oh, cool. Um, rarely when someone says that they want to sort of fly under the radar and play the middle in the pre-merge, I rarely believe it. But with Maddie, I think is apt in every uh, segment of the game without standing out. 
I mean, I think Maddie is is going to be physically good at the game, but not so physical that she's a threat. Socially, she's going to be great, but she doesn't have as loud a presence as like a yam yam. I, I I think strategically, she's got her head on straight. Like I think I think Maddie's a really great pick to 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 go far without um, appearing to be uh, too much of a threat in the game, and that could be her downfall is mm-hmm. is not having the appearance of being a threat, not being able to speak to those moves. Um, but I think this is a great pick. Listen, she's a lion dressed as a lamb. That's that's what it is. Well, see, you were mentioning appearing, and uh, the reason why she was only a two star for me is because I can't see her appearing much on this show. Um, <laughs> I would be worried about her confessional account too. If we're if we're thinking about confessionals, right? That she was pretty. Bad. The reason why what I flagged and I put in brackets here is because I put that she used like a lot in all of the videos I've seen for her. You she sound like one. you sound like a fucking like 40 year old man from the early 2000s. That's yeah. the problem with kids today. They use like to that was Erica's strategy. I think oh, is it like is it really like you know how literally what literally really means, you know, <laughs> I I think that she's going to be like a man eater. But I, I think that that speaks a lot for how much you're going to see them in confessionals and I just clocked it. I don't think I have any problem with it. In fact, I use like quite a bit, but I think (laughs) (laughs) this is the most offensive I've ever seen Cody on the podcast. I think ever. (laughs) He doesn't want to be a 40 year old man from the early 2000s. (laughs) You've hit his core. You've we've, we've been trying to find Cody's uh, sore spot this entire time. (laughs) You know, in fact, I love her personally, but I just don't see her on the show. I, I, How come I, nobody sprays each other with the hose anymore? You know, <laughs> I want I want to uh, uh, say that when when I was watching her video and reading her bio, you know who I was getting a uh, a, a vibe of was Jen with two ends from white collar, blue collar, no hmm. collar, yeah. in that like she maybe wasn't popping great like uh strategically with like around the fire and all this stuff but then you get to these confessionals and she's got so much to say about her fellow contestants and the editors couldn't help but just to put oh my god i can't believe she's saying this we need to put this on this show that was the vibe i was getting from her so maybe that's that's what i was thinking that sounds like a like a sophie clark as well yes exactly i think she references sophie clark too as a as a player, hey, well, Sophie Clark, also a person we no, didn't see on her winter season. She says Sari, Omar, and Malcolm, but she also says as a word to describe herself: uh, brave, friendly, feral. And the fact that she writes "feral" there, like, get it, Maddie? You're and gonna be brave, brave, friendly, feral, BFF. There you go, Cody's um, BFF that he's not supporting on the podcast. Yeah. So, all right, I'll go to my next pick because. I don't know if the, we established this to the listeners, but the fourth pick gets a snake pick, yeah. so I get two in a row. So I'm going to go with Matthew Grinstead Mail as my next pick because I'm I just feel like this is the this would be the smart thing to do. I'm like I'm high on him; he is on my list, but he's not my next pick. I just think that he's somebody that's probably going to do well, and everyone would be screaming at their earphones if he didn't go soon. So he is. You know, just a, a a guy you see, and he's like, "Oh, what a nice smile!" He seems like a nice guy, and 
we do see him fall off some rocks in a certain teaser trailer. Then, you know, we had, at the very least, we'll see him doing that. Um, <laughs> I just, I think, I think I, the way he talks about the game is very sort of like Tommy Sheehan. Uh, if, if the cards go in his favor, he could just walk to the end. You know? Why do you like, have to insult him? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know how in the pre-merge, Tom, Tommy Sheehan mm-hmm. was everybody's winner pick because it was just like, yeah, I guess Tommy, you know. Yeah, I see, Joel. This is this is honestly my winner pick, and the only reason I didn't choose him wow. over Josh is because I'm scared he's going to get medevaced, and I think him horribly falling off. They of wouldn't rocks, put it in the teaser trailer. He might he was just going to yeah. fall and die. <laughs> he might. I'm just deathly they, they, scared of it. They cut very clearly before he like recovers and it's not a big deal whatsoever well i did I mean, we did a on our our preview episode i did a commentary on that teaser and he clearly just is grabbing a rock to pull himself up when they cut yeah but he could have a bad cut that ends up getting infected you know there's a lot to... hey carla carla lasted with the cut a right across the palm of her hand last my, season my problem is that they tease that people get medevaced in this season mm-hmm. they did no. comment on yeah they did it's in the they didn't say the... anyone's gonna get medevaced no they didn't say that <laughs> they, do they just said that yeah, they have to stop yeah, a challenge. We do see medical coming out at a challenge, right? Which is mm-hmm. different than Matthew's they, uh, tumble that he took. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't see anyone getting like coptered out of there. Yam yam, and I still would have picked him. Well, see, Matthew is the pick to me. I, I thought that he was the no-brainer number one pick for everybody. Disagree. And my top eleven. I. Not in your top 11. Why? Because you think he's going to get medevac. See, no. that's why he wasn't. I couldn't pick him first. I couldn't pick him over Josh just because of that. But I do think that at the end of this video, when we pick our winner picks, I'm going to say him. I like him a lot. I, I like every confessional he does. I like how he's so featured in the teaser trailer. I like everything about him. And I'm I'm sad he's not on my team. And I uh, I just got a little too scared about it. I, I'm I'm with you on this, Cody. Uh, when I'm preparing to do this, I, I sort of chart everyone based on where they are physically, how I think they're going to be socially, and how I think they're going to be strategically. And Matthew's the full package. I mean, Matthew had a higher overall score for me than Yam Yam. Yam Yam just has this sort of X factor and this punch <laughs> yeah, that I had to pick, get you him. Pick Yam Yam, yeah. Yeah. You got to pick Yam Yam. But if I was going just on the data and... I, I would pick Matthew you call him, you call eight Matthew days a, a week. Uh, Matthew is a data. Matthew is, is a data. data. Yeah. Um, I would be honored if Matthew was my data, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I think he's a clear end gamer. I, I can't see him being out before the end game. I just can't see it. Here's here's why I didn't pick Matthew and wasn't excited about him. He's He's sort of this nebulous character to me that I wasn't sure one way or the other. And the reason is the one line in the trailer where somebody's getting medevaced and he turns to his team and he goes, Oh, if this doesn't bond us, I don't know what will. And I was just like that, that could either really land depending upon your tribe dynamic. And they're like, yeah, we're really feeling it in this moment. Or you could be that like weirdo. Who's like, Oh, I got to talk about bonding right now as this like medevac is happening. Well, and have you seen the wrong thing at the wrong time? Right. So that that's Chris, have you seen the, uh, the intro? Like the, the the they they posted like the first like five minutes of the no. show, where they 
they talk about how they already feel bonded even though they haven't chatted with each other. Mm. So that line is actually a callback to a the Matt chat. Well, okay, yeah. So so that that was my flag where I was like, I'm not sure. Uh, I feel like I got the better of the two Matts on my team, and I feel happy. With I that. disagree with you completely. I, I um, When you said that Matt Blankenship was the better Matt, I was fooled into thinking I could get Matthew after. <laughs> Chris, I don't know what is a, a weirder um, uh, gripe. You saying that uh, that specific line during the uh, the medical emergency is what made you not want Matthew or Cody saying Maddie's using like too much is why he doesn't want her. We got the hot takes here on Merge Boot. That's what the people tune in for. Okay, so we are split in the right rooms then. Yeah. <laughs> We're back on the same the same tribe, Cody. Yeah, we yeah. have the psychos in one apartment and the level headers at the other one. Nice for the level headers. I, I, you you can't see the camera, but they have a, a, a jar of straws over there and they're just <laughs> grasping at them at every pick. <laughs> Hey, I, I think Matthew, Matthew and Yam Yam were in my top four, so I still have one of my top four left. We know who it is, and we all know who it is. <laughs> and can I just say it now? I mean, yeah, go ahead. It's your pick, Chris. I do you want to say it? I know who it is, and I might. I need to see the orders to see if I can take it before you. Yeah, I can take it before. Oh no, no, you're, no. you're the next. You're I'm next. I'm the pick right now. Oh, you're pick now. Okay, so it's Carolyn. Yeah, it's Carolyn. Damn. Of course, I'm choosing Carolyn. Carolyn is the person I thought about choosing her in the first round just to secure her. So Joel didn't steal her I almost, because yeah, she, she is who I want to cheer for. When you hear me talking about this podcast, I will be talking about Carolyn nonstop. Yeah, she is who Not Caroline. Um, I think it's Carolyn Weiger. It's Carolyn. I think it's Carolyn. Yeah. OK, go on. Sorry. <laughs> Nice try, Joel. Trying to uh I think it's spelled my Caroline, no? No, it's no. Caroline. Oh, Caroline. it's Caroline. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, I found it. Wow. Joel's trying to already come in between Caroline and I. Yeah. And no, no, I just I, not... I was I had written her down in my notebook as Caroline. So I, I, I'm the one who fucked up. Caroline is when I met Heather in person, Caroline is showing the personality that I saw of Heather in person. And she is popping just like Heather does. Such a good sign. Yeah. And <laughs> hey, Heather was a final four. So Carolyn's making it to the top. Carolyn wants to be Nora. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, Carolyn was in my top. Carolyn was my top three. She put player that she's going to play like Nora. Sold. I'm in. <laughs> what more do you want from me? That, but that's somebody who recognizes their own themselves and their own strengths. Yes. Right? You need to know yourself in this game and like be yourself. And that's why Carolyn was super high up for me. She was, I think she was top five, but like my top five were all together. And I, and I knew I wouldn't get Yam Yam if I, if I didn't get first pick. Um, So like Carolyn was in my team, my ideal team. Uh, I, I think exactly that Cody. I think she's going to, I think she's going to be so fun. Uh, we all talked about her rubbing rocks on herself uh, in the trailer. And the, the more I see of her, I'm like, yeah, please give me everything, Carolyn. Just like I want everything Yam Yam. Uh, I want those two to be on my screen. If, if we only got an edit of Carolyn and Yam Yam for the entire season and didn't get to meet any of the other characters, I wouldn't be upset. I would not be upset whatsoever. I would think it would probably be top 20 seasons of Survivor, just based on those two incredible people. So I think that's a great pick. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel very similar to you about Carolyn. And I was hoping when I was looking at the list, if you didn't pick uh, Carolyn right now, I might have picked her because I knew that you would want it. Oh, I my next pick is so far away that I could not pass on Carolyn mm-hmm. at this point. Like, I, you won't hear from me for another hour. <laughs> oh, Carolyn is someone I want to root for so bad. Someone who is just a whirlwind, who is wild, classically uh, a a real Ryan pick, if I'm allowed to say that, if that if that comes out. But uh, no, I think she's going to do well, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. Well, I I I uh, I I think Carolyn, the fact that she got so much content in the trailer and all this stuff, I think they're just setting her up to, yeah, you know, be a big big character. So yeah. I think that's a good pick. She's not going to win. I mean, I mean, we said the same thing about Gabler, so maybe she, she will win. She might. She might. I wish I'd picked yeah, Carolyn I mean... instead of Matt Blankenship, because then I could have gotten Matt as my next pick. Oh, you 100% could have gotten Matt. But I had it all in my head of who I wanted to pick for my next pick. Um, and this is I got I gotta I gotta lock them down now. Are we done talking about Carolyn? Well, just to well, I mean, you, you guys cut your... me off partway through my <laughs> sentence, but that's okay. I Seems guess like you can go done. ahead. <laughs> I just, I I wanted to flag with Carolyn be that she has like uh, a cool backstory and that she was mm-hmm. addicted to drugs and then now is now a drug counselor. So and she believes she she went through that process so she can go through anything now. I think it's a good story that she wants to share. So not only will she be getting her wacky confessionals, she'll also be getting those uh, cool backstory confessionals. And and the backstory with the kid, her kid, too, really begging her to uh, try out for this thing as well. I think that's also a fun story, a part of her, uh, too. So um, I do want to point out, Chris, before you uh, yeah. make this pick here, that we have chosen two people from each tribe in these first six picks. So... Everything is uh, pretty sp- uh, spread out, other than uh, Joel has two people from the same tribe. Thank you. What tribe does Joel have? I didn't write them down, but I color-coded them. So I, I don't have, know the names. Uh, You've Maddie. So I have from uh, two from Ratu. Ratu, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. my next pick is not from Ratu. My next pick is from uh, Levi Levi, or Levi Levi, if you're nasty. <laughs> um and uh, this is the person who I think uh, is going to be slightly better than Maddie. She is going to be under the radar. I I feel that same intensity from her. And I'm going with uh, with Helen Lee. Helen is my Helen's my winner pick, guaranteed. She she's been referenced to Erica, which I think could be her downfall. She's like I feel like I I'm a very similar Erica character, and so if people are on the lookout for her to play under the radar. Uh, they could they could see her coming, but I I just get an awesome friggin' intensity from her and like a no nonsense way of speaking as well. Uh, there, I did watch that. There was that silly EW video where like, what what word are you gonna try to cram in? Like, would you think would be fun? Basically saying like, if you wanted to say a weird phrase, and there and most of the survivors, which was kind of a mark against them, were like. Yeah, I want to say a weird phrase so people think I have an advantage. I'm like, why would you? Why would you say that? No, you don't. Um, but Helen was just like, oh yeah, um, I guess the word persimmon is kind of a kind of an interesting word. She was like, this is a dumb question. Like, this does not impact me as a survivor player. And I'm like, yeah, Hel- Helen just feels uh, really good. And on her hobbies, she has board games. So 
I gotta go for her. Uh, I, I'm feel yeah, but who has Catan, Chris? I know uh, Carson, and I I won't be I won't be picking him. I'm sorry. <laughs> you might have to. I might have to near the end if Carson's literally back, right before forward. you said board games. I did the find and page thing Catan. on uh, on Google Chrome to find uh, uh, Catan to see to remember who said that, <laughs> and then you said the board games. <laughs> you got me so excited that um, somebody had put Catan. My Catan theory is that anyone who puts Catan in their uh, in their bio uh, is does well at the game, and it has been proven fairly true. Like a lot of good people have written Catan because you have like the negotiation skills and like the wheeling and dealing skills. But um, but if you played Catan at this household, you know that no one wheels and no one deals. They roll <laughs> the dice and hope for the best. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and it and it would probably be on a lot of their favorite game as well. So, you know, guys, that... guys, how have we never I've never played Catan with you guys. Well, we'll have to play immediately after this. <laughs> yeah, it's also Helen who said who references Sophie Clark. She references Erica. Tina and Sophie Clark. Mm. She said she's all she's like all the winners who played under the radar with awesome strategy. I'm really excited to see Helen play. I would love to play Catan with you guys for real. I I, I want to say that I've never played Catan with you guys. I would like to. Let's do it. I would like to do that as well. Yeah. It'd be a, a real can, lovely time. Yeah, we can make some good trades together, Joel. Mm -hmm. Like Cody will try to make bad trades with you, but you know we the three of us can work together. To oh no, I know who the trust. Don't I'll worry. make a trade that on the like on the table won't look beneficial to you at all <laughs> <laughs> and afterwards you'll probably think about it and say that really wasn't <laughs> so uh we'll talk about helen um i kind of forgot about helen but uh she seems cool and i'm sure that she'll do well and i trust chris and uh yeah Oh, I, th I think Helen. I think Helen's our uh, puzzle queen for the season, uh, knowing she can do an expert minesweeper level in under two minutes. Uh, that's a lot of eye movement. That's a lot of eye movement. A lot of pattern recognition. Uh, that's and a lot of these challenges come down to puzzles. I think uh, Helen's going to be a huge asset for her tribe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that's cool. I have uh, Helen. Oh, sorry, Joel. No, I was just going to say in our our assessment podcast, Cody and I were just like, what the fuck is Minesweeper anyway? Do, <laughs> do you play that? And both of us were like, yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? I give a shit. Yeah. I guess that so. Too. I guess so, yeah. Well, I have Helen as a three-star average, but I did put in brackets Erica fan. Mm. So I did have her as a uh, a potential backup pick, which I'll have to be going into my backup picks here now because my four are gone so i'm already she's, folding she's the one that even in her instagram video they they show like a clip of erica yeah, right erica yeah next to her yeah that's interesting hmm. Hmm. she she also uh her she also her her smiling photo looks like it could be on my instagram which i really like as well <laughs> she's all right. just all yeah, remind me to ask you about your instagram i'm confused by it <laughs> well we can do that off air yeah, no, that's why I meant remind me. <laughs> yeah, but before uh, Ryan, you get into your next pick, we got to know: is that couch comfortable? The chair. This couch is incredibly comfortable. You're okay. You, you need another chair. I built it. Yeah, no, I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for checking in. Uh, if you could check in in three, four more picks time, uh, just make <laughs> yeah, sure I'm totally, doing well. Totally. Yeah. I'd appreciate that. Well, Ryan, you have two in a row here, so 
this is, is a it, good spot. Is it back to me already? Back to you, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, two people who I am very surprised are still on the board. I think one of them is going to be kind of controversial. One of them, uh, I think you'll agree, is going to be a great player. Uh, so let's start with the controversial one. I'm going to go with my second pick. I'm going to take Kane. No! Oh. I'm going to take Kane Fritzler. Damn. I love Damn. a pragmatic villain. Damn. Kane is coming into this not caring about the money, saying, listen, I can make a million dollars a hundred other ways. I'm here to play the game. And yeah. uh, just that that negative villain energy that I crave <laughs> in a player, uh, I think he's going to get some great confessionals, some great airtime, and uh, gonna be great. I think he's an end gamer. I think he's yeah. got super fan uh, upside. Wow, um, I guess I'll uh, start to contrast it with. Uh, I I mean the podcast has already heard in multiple episodes now how I think that Kane's an absolute dud that they found the worst person across all of Canada just to assure that a, another Canadian winner wouldn't happen. Um, I think him uh, lumbering around, yeah, very cute, Kane. Uh, this guy sucks. <laughs> I wrote in brackets. I put one star for Kane, and I wrote in brackets, "Dud lawyer." <laughs> I I disagree wholeheartedly. Um, I would have picked Kane as my next pick. Uh, I I love that attitude of he wants to play the game. And I feel like it's it, I, the theme of 44 for me is intensity. Even though I picked Matt as the, the first one, he's got a different intensity. Uh, but yeah, Kane looks like he's going to be a lot of fun. And I remember you saying that to me, uh, saying that about the Canadian. I was like, oh, shoot, maybe he's not going to be good. And then I w watched him. I was like, are you kidding me? He must be trying to. He must be trying to tell me not to pick him because oh. he wants to pick him. Because no. I thought I like I think Kane is going to do great. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled that he can rep Canada. I think you've got a great team so far, Ryan. I yeah. thought that Kane was going to be one of the ones not picked, despite being Canadian. I uh, I think that Kane is the first one out on his tribe, if not first one out of the whole season. He's on Ratu. I don't right? think he's. I don't he's, think he's, he's a with dud. Matthew and Maddie. Well, then, no, he's not the first one out. We'll see. We'll see. You've been wrong in the past. Yeah, oh, I, I think uh, I I do not like this Kane pick at all. I think you could have got him <laughs> as your last pick. No, I would. I, li I literally would have picked him next. Then let then let Chris did, bite the bullet on that one. My one thing is I, I like, you know, I may have had my thoughts about Kane, but I was like, I probably should keep it to, to the vest because he's probably most likely for us to have on the podcast for a deep dive. But Cody Ryan has will, dug a dug a huge fucking hole and buried that prospect. Uh, Kane, if you're listening, uh, Chris and I would love the chance to do a deep dive with yeah, you. Absolutely, uh, we'll, we're both we'll two our own. Podcast. We're huge fans. Yeah. Huge fans. Hundred percent. I mean, we got your back. I, I I don't think he's quite as Dudley as 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 Cody thinks he is, but I think he. I is, think he's uh, Dudley do right. I was just gonna say he's not Dudley. He's gonna do right. <laughs> He's Dudley and he's deadly. Okay, uh, why don't we get to Ryan's your next, my next pick? pick. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Chris, you you said I have a great team going so far. I think it's about to get better. Let's see if you're uh, <laughs> I've I've got someone who I think pops a lot, who I think is an all rounder, who I think uh, is going to be one of the faces of the season, and I'm taking Claire. You son of Damn. a gun. 
Kane and Claire were my next two, you garbage person. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 pissed about this one. I I'm really I upset. love I'm really Claire. upset already. We all love Claire. We all love Claire, and it is your fault for not picking Claire before this point in the draft. Well, yeah, I so if I had picked um Carolyn and uh and um Claire, do you think I still would have gotten Matt and Helen? I think you would Matt be and... better off for it. <laughs> who is the your Matt and who? Helen. Apparently I would have. Helen, That's the right, answer right. to that question. <laughs> I think I think you would have. I think you yeah. would have. I, I think you would have, yeah. Damn. If you would have picked Carolyn, though, I would have I don't know. I would have completely folded. Who knows what I would have done? I might have chosen Kane just to tank my own ship. <laughs> anyway, Ryan, go ahead. Talk about how awesome Claire is because she is. She is. She's she's amazing. Um, I I think her social game is going to be so on point. She's the person out there everyone's going to want to work with. Everyone's going to want to be friends with. She's got uh, some great athleticism. She seems just motivated to be there. She's got a great story. I just don't see any downside at all with Claire. I mean, if it if my winner pick wasn't Yam Yam, uh, I think my winner pick would 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 be Claire, and it might be Claire overall. Yeah, I, I we were joking a little bit in the chat beforehand that what word are you going to try to put into the uh, to the episode? Claire said that she really wants a catchphrase and she wants her catchphrase to be zoinks. And I thought this I really want to pick Claire just because of that, but that's that's so absurd that I can never pick her. And then I watched her video and I was like, oh man, she knows what's up. She is herself entirely. She owns what she does. And I love when she said in her bio, she's like. It doesn't matter what you do, as long as you own it, hundred percent. Then people will like gravitate towards you. And so she like, owned... yeah, yeah, she's just great. I thought you were gonna say, I love what she said in, she, in her bio that she listens to the Hunger Games audiobook every night to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, getting ready for Survivor. I dig Claire too. I I think that that was definitely uh, my five uh, for mine as well. So I I definitely would have got her in the next up here but i mean ryan your next pick is the very last one so you had to choose her here of course but yeah. <laughs> it'll be between three at the end yeah yeah there would there'll be three but i can't promise there'll be good ones yeah i i like claire a lot too she was uh the only pick that i wanted in this next round so i'm a little um ticked off because the next two i'm just gonna have to like throw darts at the wall because she's one of the ones I felt like I I uh, identified with and could see myself rooting for and just see myself and her playing. So I uh, I was looking forward to having her on my team. But uh, yeah, I, I might as well turn off the podcast and, and walk right out of my own apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Claire is one that like I'm seeing where she was drafted on here. And I, I, I'm surprised that it went so late, honestly. I, Me too. I think... I, I kind of underestimated how long it would be to to for my pick, and I was like, oh shit, I'm just gonna watch Claire get picked. Yeah. So, and I I, I it was I was surprised that that it took the third round. Mm -hmm. I was I was blown away by the fact that mm -hmm. Claire was still on the board when it got back to me. I I assume Ryan that you chose Kane over Claire just to be funny. Uh yeah, just because I'm <laughs> I'm a real cad and I'm a real uh. Cut up. So I chose uh, 
Uh, Kane before Claire. Kane was my six, but Claire was my seven. So, but it was close. I would have picked. I would have picked Kane over over Claire, but it, I think Claire will actually do better. I would have picked Kane because I think he might be a fun personality. You know what I mean? I think Kane's got that potential. But Claire's gonna be a great personality too. Yeah, Claire should have been over Kane. I think. <laughs> but now it doesn't matter because I can't have either of them. Yeah, but it is your pick, Chris. So I'm curious to see where you uh, stretch out to. This has been a really interesting draft. I feel usually I'm not as contested for the people who I want, but my top seven are gone. And we've had how many people? Uh, nine? Ten? Nine. Nine, yeah. Yeah, seven. Wow. Seven out of nine are those uh, people that I want. I didn't want I didn't want Josh and I didn't want Matthew. Uh, but the other seven I, I was really high on. But I still have three of my top ten. And I got to keep going down the list because uh, I think I can get one of them later. Um, this is the person who I think will be gone. It, and I think the other people might still stick around. So I'm picking this person first. Um, I think he's an all-rounder. I think he's got great physical strength. I think he's going to be very charismatic and uh, is our football player of the season. That's Brandon. We're going with Brandon. I I, I need some muscle on my team. And I found Brandon pop for me right at the start. And then I found everybody else's sort of subtleties pushing them up, up ahead of Brandon. But Brandon was like top of my list when I first was going through the initial, like the initial gut reaction. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think Brandon's going to give great confessionals and I think he's going to be really charismatic. My worry is, is that he's not going to make it much further into merge. I don't necessarily see like a long run for Brandon, because I think he'll become a target and uh, people, other people will fly under the radar as we've seen in this, uh, the sort of new monster devouring age of survivor. But I think Brandon is a really fun character. Uh, and, and I'm excited to have him on my team, even though I, I don't think he's a winner. Okay. I, I think Brandon's a good pick. Uh, I think, He's got the physicality to be a threat, but he knows yeah. it uh, where he said he's going to keep meat shields in front of him. I think the game he's hoping to play is to come across as a loyal alliance member without much strategy when, in fact, he's keeping the heads of that alliance around as shields for himself, which I think is a really smart move for someone in his position. Um, So I'm looking at uh, in the last season... There was a guy named Ryan who was built a huge asset for his team in the pre-merge, right? Yeah. But also saw himself as some sort of a strategic mastermind and would make sometimes bizarre strategic moves, but often would want to be the guy that was calling the shots in a way. Like he he wanted um, Cassidy gone, would make strides to get Cassidy to be gone, for example, and just like you know, do things like not talk to anyone and go fish and tell people if he voted them out, he would be going home with a bunch of clams in his bag. And I feel like that would sort of behavior is what pushes somebody, even if he's a, he's a physical threat and all this stuff, but you look at Jonathan and because he was such a strategic ad asset to his alliance, he made it far into the game to the final four. But with Ryan, he was such a wild card that, uh, 
they were like, not only is he a physical threat, but he's also may turn on us and do some bizarre strategic maneuvering. So you saying Brandon's like Ryan? No, I think Brandon. No, I'm like saying Brandon. Brandon is better than Ryan. Yeah, Brandon is better than Ryan for sure. Like no, him saying that he wants screen. to be. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm putting them in comparison. I'm comparing it more to Jonathan, maybe. Yeah. Well, now I this he... makes me want Brandon. Yeah, I think he's bang on in his bio when he when he compares himself with Danny. I think yeah. it, he's yeah. going to try and play a very Danny. I forgot game. about Danny. Yes, and, I, and, and they're I both think, NFL yeah, players, right? Yeah. And well, I think they will end in a similar spot too. Let me crush everyone's dream here because Brandon's not actually an NFL player. Well, yeah, he played for the Seahawks. No, he didn't play. He was on the practice squad, which is where you just basically try out. Uh, so he never actually made it, and that's why he did a different uh, career path. And that's why I gave Brandon only one star as well, as an absolute <laughs> fucking dud, trying to lie to us and tell us you were in the NFL, asshole. Okay, well, mark him down as a guy that will never be on the podcast either. <laughs> because Seems like this entire uh, cast is never going to come on. I, no, I gave Carolyn very big reviews. Uh, well, me and uh, I'm going to have a one-on-one interview with Maddie, and we're going to just like say like so many times <laughs> hey i i said i loved maddie it's just i didn't think the production would uh cody <laughs> i wanted to say congratulations for making it onto the raiders by the way yeah. <laughs> uh so with brandon i i felt that he came across as like a little bit just kind of like dull he wasn't very you're so wrong exciting to listen to kind of like you i thought yeah i agree i i don't think <laughs> I don't think you should draft me high either if I go on Survivor. <laughs> um, but I I just didn't think he came across that well. And I don't know. I, I put him pretty low. I, I didn't have uh, much interest in him. Also, I think that for him, I put him as down lower because I actually believed in Maddie getting her plan across on that tribe more than him sticking around so to me when i'm looking at that tribe and how the dynamics are i think that brandon could be the first out on that tribe no i think maddie will use him you think so i think that we're gonna see she i mean we play the middle she wants to play well you're right because kane's also on that tribe so yeah maddie kane brandon <laughs> No, that's not going to that's not going to be that dynamic. That is not going to be the dynamic of that tribe. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, I guess that makes my next pick a lot easier. Okay. You, you were going to pick Brandon? Uh no. Uh because my person who I think is another person I'm surprised made it this uh long, and I think that everyone is probably thinking that he has a big name to live up to because legends like him have had the same first name in the game. One of my all time favorite players. I'm going with Bruce. (laughs) Bruce, the legend we knew you, you would want to have him. And I'm glad that everyone felt like not picking this winner so that I could cheer for Bruce all season. My favorite part about Bruce is when he says, Hello, my name is Bruce, and I'm a contestant on season 44 of Survivor. <laughs> I'm like, that's confessional gold right there. He says, I'm Bruce from Survivor <laughs> oh, from season yeah. 44. <laughs> and everyone else gives their career. <laughs> Bruce is a winner. 
I, I do also like how Bruce said, he's like, yeah, the reason I'm a survivor, that when he was asked, like, why are you a survivor? He's like, yeah, I'm a survivor for a bunch of reasons, because I'm a father, uh, <laughs> I have a wife. Uh, that's why I'm a survivor. I'm like, what? What is your home life, Bruce? <laughs> it's big Katie Collins energy. A lot of very dry Bruce humor. Mm, yeah, Bruce gets it. And that's, and that's the thing. Bruce gets it. Uh, I wanted Bruce on my team so badly, and I'm glad that you all let me have him. Bruce was was not in my top 15. <laughs> that's not, that can't be true. That is true. I didn't <laughs> write his name down. Ryan, what do you think about Bruce? Uh, Bruce was not near the top of my list either. Joel's giving me a um, thumbs up. <laughs> I, I, I just, I see Eric Abraham. <laughs> yeah. When I look at Bruce, when I hear Bruce speak, it's someone who's immediately going to be, I think, three steps behind everyone else strategically. <laughs> I I think you got to have a Bruce. I wanted to. I wanted Bruce was going to be my next pick. Bruce feels like a I see pick more. To me. I see more of a Brad Reese than I do an Eric Abraham. I would have loved to to have a, a guy like Bruce on my team. And now I got to I got to look at the rest of the friggin people on this fucking season <laughs> yeah i'm i'm happy that everyone uh, allowed me to get bruce and is downplaying it right now um to make me feel like an underdog as well with this team I, i'm really happy that bruce is on this season so that he could be on your survivor uh fantasy tribe i think more than anyone else you knew my exact team <laughs> <laughs> i knew bruce was going to be on your team i knew carolyn was going to be on your team I thought Yam Yam would be on your team, but, you know, he's got to go first. Yeah. Josh was a bit of a wilder. Huh? A, yeah. was a bit of a wilder. Okay. So it's my turn, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this guy was not on my list at all, but uh, Bruce being gone, I don't have Josh. I don't have Claire. I feel like I need to pick this guy because, A, because my other, I'm I'm only Ratu right now. I need someone from Soka. So I'm going with Danny. Yep. No. This is the most Joel pick right now. No. I'm surprised you didn't pick him first. I, I knew I wouldn't get Danny on my team, and I think I still wouldn't have picked him because he was my 10th pick. But I, I just uh, – I think he 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 can live up to the greats. When you were talking about the great – living up to the greats of the of people's names, I thought you might have been talking about Danny because we've had uh, Brockton Ron, and now we got Danny Bronx. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, do you want to move – Sorry, my my cat is getting all up in uh, Ryan's stuff. I don't know if you want the cat hair. You seem um, very concerned about Ryan's comfort. And by the way, Ryan, we can check in. Yeah, we should check in before you say anything else, Joel. Ryan, how are you doing for your level of comfort? Uh, hi. Uh, quick couch update. Um, comfortable. <laughs> Enjoying myself. <laughs> Finding a groove. Did you guys notice for a while my cat was sitting on my lap and I? I was originally in charge of scrolling the the cast bios, and then when the cat was on my lap, I didn't want to disturb him, so I made Ryan scroll the cast bios. We did not see. I did. Us, I didn't notice it, neither did the listeners. <laughs> the listeners did. The listeners did notice. Um. I speak okay. On so behalf we, of the listeners. So Danny Massa obviously is going to be an asset no, for his tribe in Danny the pre-merge. Danny Bronx. Sorry. He also. I mean, Dan's on Survivor. Weren't great through the 30s. Mm -hmm. We had three gentlemen that were uh, pretty bad. One in particular that was not great. I'm glad that he's going with Danny instead of Dan. 
Hello, Mimi. Mimi just got home. Um, he's a firefighter. And if Dan's have a bad reputation on Survivor, firefighters have a good reputation. First and foremost, we have Keith. Um, yeah, not Jeremy. The, not, not Jeremy, not Tom uh, um, Westman. Westman. It's Keith. <laughs> um, but we also, I, I think there's aspects of sort of this sort of surfery, I, just as a surfery sort of like a NYC party guy that I think uh, will come across in confessionals and uh, in his social interactions, which I'm looking forward to seeing. Good. Yeah, I think Danny Danny's going to be fun. Uh, I didn't pick him because I feel like the other members of his tribe are going to be a bit more social. And Danny even says like, hey, I need to make sure I don't sound like a big douchey bro. Uh, so I'm going to try to be as kind as possible. And, and that's good that that's his focus. But I'm worried that he could get painted with like sort of beefy dude light and then not go much further than that. But I thought he was really fun. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a, got a good personality. And if he goes far, he could he could really pop in terms of confessionals. Yeah, Danny seems to me like a very old school survivor player. Um, he says he wants to come in and, and play it by ear. Um, you know, find himself in the situations and then, you know, figure out how to deal with those situations. I think that's a great strategy. Um, I I just think someone's going to pull the wool over Danny's eyes before long. Well, I see, don't that... doubt that. I don't doubt that, but it's also something I kind of want to see. Like Jesse, <laughs> Jesse doing that to Cody was fun. I also get Detective Dean vibes from him. Well, I think what you just said, Ryan, is the reason he I, I was really high on Danny to begin with. Like, I think the key here, anyone who calls, you need to you need to say the word adaptability when you're talking about Survivor and why you'll win or you're not going to win. I feel like that's the number one secret sauce. Uh, and when you pre-plan things, it's going to go badly for you. So Danny being able to just work in the moment, I think, is huge. Um, we also know that if you give yourself a nickname, it generally goes uh, well on Survivor, as Mike Gabler Gabler uh, can attest. So Danny Bronx, mm -hmm. giving himself Danny Bronx, uh, is also a pretty a pretty good mark in his favor as well. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah. It's me again, right? Or yeah. Cody, do you want to talk? Do you want to go on Danny, or did you already do that? Sorry. No, I haven't yet, but I, I don't have much more to uh, say about Danny. I think that I did have some concern in his confessional, of course, of uh, him saying that um, people kind of see him as like a jerk bro uh, right off the top. Um, and that could maybe go to an early thing. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I don't have uh, much on him either way. I think I put him kind of middle of the road on mine here. Uh, what I will say before your next pick, though, Joel, is that mm. we're once again, even in a tribe divide here, uh, four from each tribe have been drafted. So I think that's interesting. All right. And I'm going to pick someone from the Tika tribe. Um, uh, I think this is a Joel pick in that I'm picking somebody who otherwise people would find forgetful. But for whatever reason, she... Kind of popped for me, and I, uh, I think, I think she's, I don't know, I, I honestly maybe don't think she popped for me, but when I first saw her, and I was like, hmm, I'll probably get her last round, and now you're, I know that I had, I, I had the pool is deep here. There's, there's five people, six people left that I could pick, but I don't really, I think I'm just kind of set. I, I was set on her being my last round pick, and so I'm picking Sarah Wade. Yeah. 
Um, that feels like a Joel pick. Yeah. I just I know that I don't have the last pick and I don't need to pick her. I could pick anyone else, but uh, I was just thinking, you know, I kind of need this person because in the past my last round pick has done kind of decently for me. So what's your know, last name? Wade. Wade. She's the only one where I was like, oh, I missed what her last name was. Oh well. <laughs> I, I I think uh, I mean you can go ahead, Joel, but I, I think you. I think Sarah is a real unknown variable and she could do really well like Dr. Allison or she could uh, not. And I don't know which way yeah. that's going to go. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. since you picked her, Joel, I think that she'll do well now. Yeah, that's I true. guess so. I think I guess the you guys have touch. to trust my picks now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just because she's someone I can see doing really well at the, the post-merge sort of balance challenges i actually had sarah sixth overall in my in my draft i was really hoping it would get back around i'd be able to get her um i think this is a fantastic pick for for where we are in the draft i think this is an excellent pickup yeah thanks guys i i do love that her favorite hobby is um uh drinking sweet drinks actually (laughs) I i was gonna say something else and then i realized that i i misread it um because I was gonna say uh, that drinking t- drinking tide outdoors because I thought she originally said drinking anything outdoors, but it says doing anything outdoors. And then I was gonna say she's drinking anything. Well, she could be drinking. It, it wasn't very good, so that's why I pivoted. But then um, here we are. Good bits today in the in the draft. <laughs> really thrown around. Good bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drinking sweet drinks and eating raw food. I mean, that's honestly fun that's hobby. Survi- that's survivor lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's some some real Anna Green Gables stuff, drinking sweet drinks. Yeah, I hope that she gets to go on a reward challenge and drink a pop. Yeah. yeah. Or soda, indulge, whatever she wants to Indulge in her favorite hobby. Okay. Um, okay. So now we get to Cody's last pick. Yeah, I have only two people left that I have three stars, and the rest are one star or two. Um, so, but one of them is from a tribe I don't have anyone from. And when I'm looking at Kane, Brandon, Maddie, Matthew, I think she is my second favorite on that tribe. So I will have to take her. And I'll go uh, Lauren Harp. That's, yeah. I I was high on her, but I didn't pick her because she was on the Soka tribe and I'd already picked two. So, yeah, I think... uh, Sorry, Ratu, Ratu. Yeah, I don't have much for uh, Lauren. I did get her uh, last name, so that's better than Sarah. Um, I I know that uh, one thing uh, that she said on there was that um, the thing that people are going to underestimate about her is that she's been through a lot. So, uh, and that's her being a single mom. I don't know how that really uh, is going to play on the game, but... I think that she stands a chance of going a lot longer than the other people on that tribe. I, I um, wasn't, yeah, I wasn't yeah, interested ahead, in picking Lauren uh, because she said one of her favorite things to do is uh, listening to sermons in her spare time. <laughs> That's what she likes to do in her spare time is just sit down and listen to some sermons. And uh, I, I find when we, when you don't have like a super religious uh, group, then I, I kind of worry that if you are too heavy on that sort of like religious aspect, how, how well you'll mesh with the group. 
So that was my unsure of how she would she would fit in with like group dynamic, but she seems she seems fun enough. Um, I just didn't uh, didn't really have any desire to pick her. I feel the same way that you feel about ser- sermons than I do about uh, Mario Kart, which is her other hobby. Because mm. <laughs> when you don't have a, another gamer to uh, identify with, you can alienate yourself. Yeah, a ga- real gamers play Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, she's gaming twenty four seven. No, you dare! I, just I was try to pick that up. I was not interested in in Lauren. Uh... She said she's here for a for a personal journey. That's the vibe I got. Um, mm. I think, I think uh, she's she's gonna play a very nice game, and I think uh, mm. I think the niceness is gonna come around and and bite her. Well, I just gotta look at the other people who have won in the new era, and three nice people, or you know, perceived nice. And I don't know. Lauren was I was high on Lauren. She was in my top four or five because but i only didn't pick her because i had too many ratus already yeah yeah Yeah. i was high on lauren i i yeah it wasn't really high on i'm not high on any of the people left is the thing so i thought i'm high on one person i thought i would go with the tribe i don't have anyone from and the other option is uh jamie who i spoiler alert i she'll never come on the podcast either after if we talk about her well because she's gonna be first cody, food, cody so. has knives out this year <laughs> sponsored by knives out glass onion yeah yeah okay chris it's back it's back to me i've got four people left to choose from i was trying to scroll through to remember who a couple of them were uh jamie is one of those people uh franny is one of those people carson is one of those people and heidi is one of those people those are the four people who we have left and out of those people see I'm, I'm really torn because Catan is on the the hobbies of Carson. I really like that he put Catan as his hobby. I love that he's a rocket scientist. We've seen them do really well in the past. Dave from Amazon was the only other rocket scientist. Dave, who, uh, when you watch a pixelated version of Amazon, kind of looks like me and gives me... What was Jatia? Was Jatia a rocket scientist? No, she was a... She was a physicist, wasn't she? She was a nuclear physicist. Yeah. I believe. Okay. What's the difference? Well, one, uh, one of them on builds rockets. rockets. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the other one uh, doesn't. Okay. Um, but I'm not picking Carson because I think he's too young. Uh, maybe maybe that'll that'll help. Oh, you know what? Speaking of too young, I think Kane gives me a real Sammy vibe, and that's what was leaning leaning for me to pick pick him. And I I was really low on Sammy, and I didn't want to make that mistake. So maybe I'll be really low on Carson, and I'm making that mistake. But I'm picking someone. I just who's it. I. Sorry, I just realized there was another rocket scientist, or at least smart as a rocket scientist, in season twenty-five. The first one out, Zane. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not. It's not Zane. It's not Kane. It's not Carson. Uh, I'm very excited to pick another person who lists board games in her hobbies, and that's Heidi. I'm going with Heidi as my last pick. Heidi was ninth on my list. Um, Danny Bronx was number ten uh, when I kind of put them all out there. And, and I'm excited. I'm excited to have Heidi on my team. Heidi was one who didn't pop for me in her bio. Uh, I was like, uh, I, I'm worried about Heidi. I'm worried about like, is, is she going to be able to, to connect? And then I watched her video, and I was like, you know what? Heidi's got it. Heidi Heidi references Sandra, um, and I believe that she might be the closest 
to replicating a Sandra style game. Uh, I think Heidi is going to fly under the radar. And I think it feels like Heidi will be able to build those bonds in a way that um, the other three who are, who are too energetic left all Carson, Franny and, and Jamie are all very energetic. Um, And so I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Heidi uh, to, to, to come on board my team and, I think she's going to do I think she's going to do well and she's going to do a lot better than I expected her to do and I'm really happy to get her as my last pick and I figured I would uh because you don't know who you're sleeping on. That's All right. that's it for that's it for Heidi. Anybody else love Heidi like I like Heidi? Heidi hi Heidi. Hi, Heidi was somebody that I did not remember until just right now what she's like but i do remember you know she's got a family from from puerto rico and uh moved to pennsylvania uh with her husband i think or something like this and uh yeah she's the whole, cool the whole time i was talking about heidi i was trying to scroll through the ew um uh article to get her to get her bio and cody was frantically looking over to see if he could find anything about heidi i feel I was trying to find her last name as well. She was uh, the second person I didn't get a last name for. Um, I think Heidi, uh, the thing that stood out the most to me is that she doesn't have much of a story um, in this season, particularly because her entire uh, video and everything was about uh, being uh, from Puerto Rico. But there's also someone else from Puerto Rico. So her whole thing was that she wanted that representation again as a winner. And there's already Yam Yam who has more of a story than just that as well. And he talks about that, but he also talks about a whole bunch of other stuff. So I just don't think that that is an interesting story that you can really dive too deep in when there's already someone else more interesting with that story on there, just as far as popping anyways, because I, I just find that Yam Yam is one of the more interesting in the entire season. I think Yam Yam is going to, going to pop in his own Yam Yam way. And that'll give uh, Heidi all, all she needs to talk about, uh, about Puerto Rico. But I think Heidi's going to go under the radar. I think Heidi, I'm, uh, I'm really happy that she's on my team. Uh, and uh, I'm happy that I, I wasn't forced into choosing Carson. <laughs> like uh like ryan might be well yeah ryan before you choose carson what do you think of heidi <laughs> i i didn't get much of a read on on heidi at all uh i didn't think she really popped much um she compares herself uh, i think to she, she i think she's going to be a good number for someone in the in the pre-merge um that's about all i can see with heidi is is someone who's loyal who will play the game who will be a nice number won't upset any won't ruffle any feathers but uh i don't see much more than that mm -hmm. yeah she says she wants to play like she reminds herself of sandra and angelina which come on you want that combo yeah that's fun yeah all right I, ryan all right sorry go go ahead cody no 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 go ahead ryan you can well, I've Wrap got three people left. Yeah, who are those three from. people? Those three people are Carson Garrett, mm -hmm. Franny Marin, mm. and Jamie Lynn Ruiz. One of right. those people, Ryan, I thought was going to be a high pick for you, and I'm a little bit surprised. Oh, because of the well, Kellen of it all? Yeah, because <laughs> of the Kellen of it all. 
<laughs> well, with my last pick, unfortunately, I can't go with the Kellen of it all. Oh, wow. I do have to choose Carson Garrett. Good wow. Baby. The the Catan is a plus, but more than anything, when I look at these three people that are left, I don't have a lot of confidence in any of them, but one of them I think will pop more, and that's Carson. I see a lot of possible Jacob Derwin downside where he's coming into this feeling like he's got a lot to prove. He's got some big moves to make, and that Zach. Might- and that might be a bad thing, but if he can survive a couple tribal councils, uh, I I think they might drag him along for a little bit. He's a twerp. He is a twerp. <laughs> he's a, but he's my twerp. Yeah, his, he is now. Yeah. His, his, he didn't his, have uh, to be. Phrase that he wanted to sneak in that he thought would be cute and fun is he gets dogged on anytime he makes a mistake and they say, hey, you did better than the rocket scientist and he's not going to tell people he's a rocket scientist, but he's going to try to say, guys, it's not rocket science. And then he's going to look at the camera and give a big old wink. <laughs> wow. So a lot of a lot of Jim Halpert moments from <laughs> Carson Garrett. Um, yeah, I'm I'm actually uh, looking at my team. I'm, I'm I think I got a nicely balanced team and uh, I think Carson fits in there. Great. How, how do we feel about Carson? I think he's a twerp. He's a puny little nerd. Um, <laughs> he's not Zach Worsenberg. He doesn't do improv, Joel. You don't have to. Right, you're right. You're right. He's, I guess I'm, I'm extending <laughs> the, the, my, my Zach hatred. Um, uh, yeah. I'm surprised that he got picked. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm interested to see how he, does on the one episode that he gets any confessional when he goes home first no jamie's going first unfortunately right right we ha- we still have jamie i'm just surprised that franny didn't get picked i thought she was interesting at the very least i think franny is too energetic and excited and i think that's a, a downfall i think she'll get too excited about the game and not necessarily like play super strategically well, I got a. I have. I have a bad like gut feeling that she's gonna do really, really well, and we're all gonna be kicking ourselves. Well, no, because the person who gets medevaced in the first episode will get Franny. That's a that's a pity draft. <laughs> yeah, I I just don't think they would show us anything of these to the 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 medical emergencies we've seen if they're actually gonna medevac someone. Yeah. Um. Well, I I don't, I don't know. know. They kind of did for uh brains versus beauty versus brawn too, and there were many medevacs in that one. Mm. I think okay. that I think that Carson is interesting. I I would find it pretty tempting at this point as well. Ryan, just I think he's a person that's kind of worth taking a risk on in the similar vein of Zach. You know, like how it's someone that probably isn't going to do well but if they do they're going to be shown so i i think that there's a high ceiling um for him a, a very very low floor though yeah a very low floor so <laughs> uh, much much <laughs> like survivor all-stars uh rupert digging a hole into the sand for their shelter right that's about where the floor is for carson mm-hmm. 
and I that's where that's where Cody's digging the hole to put Kane in, so we never interview him. I think yeah. it's my I think it's my my love for him putting Katan as a, as a reference point. Uh, if Heidi wasn't around, I would have picked Carson over over Sarah over Lauren, um, not over Danny Bronx. So, but out of the last few, like Carson Carson wasn't Carson was in my top fifteen, uh, and I I think Carson has exactly exactly that he's got a he's got potential. Well, I, All right. I can reveal it now that I had two people at three stars left and it was Lauren and Franny. But in brackets beside Franny, I just wrote no. <laughs> <laughs> so Franny, I had to listen to myself. I guess. All right. So why do I mean. We'll be talking about all these people when the season starts. Apologies to Franny and Jamie Lynn and even Carson. We're not going long on. So apologies to the three of you. Um, uh, I wish we had more to say about you, but maybe you should have thought about that when you were uh, creating your preseason content. Um, Maybe we'll have more to say about you in the game or not. And for Kane, less is more. Yeah. Um, uh, So... And uh, Cody, why don't you, uh, I'm sure that you wrote down everyone's things. Why don't you give us a rundown of everyone's fantasy team so far? Yeah, I have uh, I have uh, the tribe beside it too, even though I don't know the name of it, um, of any tribe. I just color coded them, not even to their buff. Uh, but <laughs> Ryan, you have Yam Yam, Kane Fritzler. Claire Rafson and Carson Garrett. Oh yeah, when you say it all together like that, I'm starting to not like Ryan's team. <laughs> yeah, so Ryan, you have two people on the same tribe, Carson and Yam Yam, which is a tribe that I'm worried about, but I also have two people on that tribe too. So It's a purple tribe. Yeah. I know it's purple, which I thought was Levy Levy, but I, it might be something different completely. Levy Levy is not the name of one of the tribes. Yeah, I is thought it? it was. Maybe that was an old like Inside Survivor mm-hmm. thing that I was looking at. So, Chris, you have Matt Blankenship, yep. Helen Lee, mm-hmm. Brandon Cottom, and Heidi Greenblatt. I think she's hyphenated. Hyphenated, yeah. Ligaris Greenblatt? I know Ligaris Greenblatt. I know Matthew uh, Mail is also, but he only goes by Mail uh, when he uh, does his interviews. This is um, old. But, okay. So we, you have that. And then you have uh, Chris Majority. You have two people under Silver here. Uh, Matt and Heidi. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're spread. I think those are the otherwise. green. That's the green tribe. Yeah. Uh, so I have Josh Wilder, Carolyn Weiger, uh, Bruce Perot, and Lauren Harp. Well, at least yours is better than that, Ryan. That is a funny tribe. That's, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good little team, Cody. Yeah. It does seem like you picked from the bottom there. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I. <laughs> really I hopes and Josh Wilder carrying my tribe. Well yeah. it's really just Bruce that uh that takes it. Bruce. I mean, I, I don't care what you all say. I think that Bruce, if he's even a sliver of what uh other Bruce is, my <laughs> favorite mathematician, I yeah, think he's that... gonna get medevac because he pooped. <laughs> <laughs> 
But so many confessionals and so many highlights. He'll be a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel, you have Maddie Pamilla, mm-hmm. Matthew Mayo, mm-hmm. Danny Massa, and Sarah Wade. Yes. I am rooting for my tribe. Let's go. So uh, we will um, update you every once in a while on our fantasy. We're not going to make our entire season coverage about our fantasy. Don't worry uh, as much as Cody may try. But um, uh, we, I will update people on last season if they have forgotten or were interested in that I won last season. And I won also on the season before. Um, yeah, but who picked the winner? You, you did under my because I forced you to, if you remember. <laughs> Gabler and Marianne. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris and Ryan, thank you so much for coming out. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks course. for this uh, incredibly comfortable couch. Yeah, how are you feeling I've now? Been, in it. I've been very comfortable this whole time. Wow. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm uh, I'm excited uh, for this season. Me too. Me too. Might be good for once. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Thanks for uh, yeah. coming out. Hey, I'm 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 pretty thrilled about my team. I'm happy to be here on the podcast. I got two of my top four people, two of my top three on my team. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I feel I feel good about my team, and I feel good about Helen winning it all. Tremendous. Ooh, All right. I also have two on, of my top three on my team, um, despite what you think, Chris. Uh, but you can find Chris and Ryan full profiles on them at the sonarnetwork.com. And you can see direct links to all of their social medias on there as well. And also in the bio of this, you can see our social medias and uh, rate us five stars and all of that fun stuff and get prepared for one hell of a season. Maybe reach out to us on social media if you haven't already. Uh, uh, thank you to all the people that, that send us nice things. And remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts just uh, and maybe we'll we'll read it out. But let me just check if we have any. Um, we had an messages. impression get sent to us, didn't we? And if you know anybody who Cody has disparaged, uh, if you know them personally, make sure that you get them to listen and to reach out as well. Can't find anything that's been sent to us lately, but feel free to reach back out. And uh, all right. Thank you, everyone. And have a great day. Thanks again, Ryan and Chris. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 